Can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Yes. What's so funny? My eye? <laughs> Your black eye. Oh my God, Amy. How I know how you did it, but how did you do that? Okay, first of all, let me just say, is Warren like, I'm not leaving the house with you? Uh, kind of. Because <laughs> one time, one time I fell down on my face and I had a scab, like, I had like, it looked like uh-huh. I had been punched in the mouth and I was like, I'm not going anywhere with you. Well, he did say like, well, I'm glad you have a wit- had a witness, but then also like, we hadn't really been together. And then t- yesterday was the perfect place for us to be together, which was Tractor Supply Co. <laughs> and I was already like, yesterday, my day, maybe we should start this thing. Do we need our music? Yeah. And then first, maybe you should tell the story of how you got the black eye. Yeah. Should I start from right now? Are we starting? Maybe. Oh, I should pr- play the music. Okay, Tyler. Let the producer let the producer handle this. Okay, cue the music and now. Okay, tell the story of how you got this horrendous, which, by the way, wasn't that bad the other day when you sent a picture. Now it's like movie fake black eye. Yeah, because, you know, with all injuries like this. Tyler, come here. Just come look at this. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I have a black eye. <laughs> okay tell the story i mean it's absolutely ridiculous um i got this black eye in corporate america (laughs) (laughs) um so i don't know i called maya in a state of delirium the other night like (laughs) laughing so hard i couldn't breathe you were laughing and laughing and laughing and because I was the like... absurdity of this is beyond so i'm literally at my office that's right office yeah. no i don't work in a warehouse no i don't work in a coal mine <laughs> i work in an office i work in an office yes. in the north loop of all places yes Okay, well, the North Loop, as a as some people may know, is like a trendier area of Minneapolis where they've taken like old buildings. It historically was a place where they would ship and store grain because it's right on the river. Grain, lumber, yeah. all these things. So right. that's why it's called the Warehouse District. Yeah, so it's like they've taken all these old buildings and turned them into other things. So my office is in one of those such buildings. Yes. And in my walkway that goes right from like basically the main traffic area if i'm trying to go anywhere else from my desk yeah is through the middle of the walkway are these huge wooden pillars beams as it were yeah they're timber frame beams that yeah almost all of the buildings down there have because this was a lumber town and so that was like the whole thing Uh 
Okay, so I've almost run into said beam. There's this one in particular that's problematic. And these are big ones, right? So it's probably like, I don't know, at least 15 by 15. There's the big ones. Yeah. Yeah, they're big. Yep. What Maya said. Thick. So, yeah, they're thick and big and like rough wood. Like they're rough. I'm surprised I didn't get a splinter. Sharp edges. Sharp edges. Yeah. (laughs) So I've almost run into these things a bunch of times. I've run into them with my hands catching me. Other people in the office have also run into them, but not such in a way that I did. Where I am is on the main, on the fifth floor where the main elevator opens up. So there was a huge ass, all of a sudden tour, random tour group. Yeah. And I'm like distracted. Hello. There's a huge tour group walking through. And so I'm looking at the tour group going so fast. I don't know why I shouldn't be, why I'm not in the Olympics for speed walking after this. But I'm going so fast and with such vigor because that's just how extra I am. (laughs) And I smash into this beam, wooden beam, with my side of my face. Oh, my God. Actually, my head, to be exact, up where, like, my eyebrow area is and i have glasses on so the glasses so it really knocked me i mean for a second i was a little like out of it it was like bad and then i went like everybody does when they get hurt and hid for a while because i was like what the fuck do i do now (laughs) you're at work yeah i'm at work so the first thing i thought was like and your medical your head's bleeding my head's bleeding so now my medical hat comes on real quick like so i go right up to the kitchen expeditiously to find Um, to get an ice bag well duh this is a corporate america job there's no fucking bags there's ice (laughs) for all the cocktails everyone drinks (laughs) but anyway i go in i'm scrounging through these drawers i'm holding um yeah i'm just scrounging through drawers i find an old a bag that is holding cups so it's a huge bag and i put ice in that i hold it on my head i go in the bathroom and there's like blood dripping down my head oh god um, because my glasses, where my glasses were, they have like a tiny little piece of metal. Oh my God. So that's where it's, that's why it's cut. <laughs> um, I have another cut down here and that's from actual, the wood itself. Yeah. Um, so anyways, it's one of those things <laughs> where it's literally an instant goose egg. If you have kids in sports, you know what I'm saying. And if you, otherwise, if you're a boxer, all our boxer <laughs> listeners out there, well, no, that if you get hit in a certain way on your head, it just instantly turns into what is called a goose egg. And that's what was happening. So I had the goose egg, the cut on the goose egg, the blood. And then there's one guy, he's just working in the kitchen. He's letting me scrounge around. He's watching me do all this stuff. And it's like five minutes goes by. I go in the bathroom. I come back out. I'm I'm just, I'm just chaotic, <laughs> bringing chaotic energy. And I'm, I'm bringing chaotic head injury energy. And he's like, do you need help? <laughs> or no, 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 no. He says, are you okay? <laughs> and I go, I don't know. I just smashed my head on one of those wooden beams down there. And I take the ice off. And he's like, whoa, do you need to go to the hospital? <laughs> and I say, fuck the hospital. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And then I go like downstairs. Meanwhile, my team who only one person saw this happen. Yeah. So all of a sudden they noticed me coming back with an ice pack on my head and they're like, what the fuck? (laughs) 
yeah. So I went home and I basically worked from home then, Maya, the next couple days. Well, you told because... me you tried to go back to work and your supervisor was like, dude, go home. Well, I went to my desk because I didn't, I was discombobulated. Hello, I had a head injury. <clears throat> I also was like, I, I had this ice pack I was holding on my head. The ice pack wasn't really an ice pack. It was leaking water <laughs> dripping on me. There was just a lot happening. I'm like, how am I going to pack up my stuff with one arm? Like, it was just a lot, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like I was going to try to sit there and work, but like, I had to pack up my stuff, right? Yeah. So my supervisor's like, you can go home. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to go home, okay? <laughs> Give me a minute, okay? <laughs> So, yeah, so I have a huge black eye and now, like Maya said, it looks worse than it is now because, like, it's just basically black. Yeah, it's comically, like, it. Lo- if I saw this in a movie, I'd be like, uh, yeah, that makeup person should be fired. It's well, just, and what like, I told so Maya extra. before why it was so hysterical was I had this big white butterfly bandage on it. Well, you looked cool. And that's when I, that's when I showed Maya and I go, this looks like a, this looks like a prop, like... <laughs> It looks, it's ridiculous. That's where I, that's when I made the call to work from home. I was like, I can't go around like this. It's like. A face bandaid is never, it's like. No, it's just too, it's just, no, you just can't. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So I managed to get through all my calls on Thursday with no one really like noticing because of the way I had my hair and I was on Zoom. Um, but then, yeah. Because so, your eye anyway, wasn't, your, the, the eye developed later. It It really ripened over time. Oh, yeah. It's pretty much prime now with the black and the purple. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So then cut to Maya's original question was, does Warren not want to be around you? And he said, <laughs> or in public with you. And yeah. he did say, like, uh, I'm glad you have a witness was one of his comments. <laughs> so no one thinks I did it. And then I was like, Warren Hess would never. He's like, well, he goes, strangers don't know that. <laughs> Well, and that um, you can't you can't be like the more you say he would never hurt me, then it just starts to sound. I bad. know it's just no matter and what. And then you it's say. like, and then I started thinking of this. Let's say we're out, and someone's like, "Oh, what happened?" And I'm like, "Oh, I hit my head at work." And it's like, "Where do you work? In an office?" Yeah, right, bitch. <laughs> I ran into a pole. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Did yeah, you fall that's... down the stairs first, or was that right? Later? Right, right. Well, so then. When you called yes. me, by the way, you were laughing so hard you couldn't get it out. And then I just start laughing because I don't even know what you're laughing about. And then you tell this horrible story. And I'm like, I, this isn't funny, but I'm laughing because you were dying laughing. It was funny because it was like, who in the world does this? And then like, how? I was like, Amy, you used to make fun of me all the time for running into poles at school because I they put in these poles sort of like midway through my high school career. Yeah, the metal poles were the big doors, but the doors would be open, but the pole would just be there. And Maya used to run into them. I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) Now I'm getting my just desserts, Maya. You were like, how are you? How do you keep running into this pole? And now here I am at 46 in an office running into a pole. And this has been pole report. This has been pole report. Wait, so you went to the tractor and farm supply. So essentially yesterday I had the really also a very i've been having a lot of very shitty days i was excited to come up to the cabin to relax yesterday warren was gonna go golfing so i was like i'm gonna just be in the woods with the cabin with the dog it's gonna be great i'm gonna have just a quiet day i'm gonna watch the colorado buffaloes 
trounce the Oregon Ducks. It's going to be awesome. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, prime time. Like, I'm all in. I'm just excited. I got all my Buffs gear on. I'm ready to go. So first thing, I'm going to go take a swim because I am enjoying doing cold swimming. So I get my swimming suit on, my red one piece. I'm looking really good in this suit. I'm feeling good. I'm like, look at this day. Here we go. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning because the dog, I was, oh, first it started off bad. I was going to sleep in. The dog woke me up at seven. Yeah. So I didn't get to sleep in. Okay. So Warren leaves. Let me just tell you. I'm like. At the cabin, Harrison likes to wake up at about six o'clock and get in my face. Yeah. About going outside and being. Well, and she has a kennel and we've been letting her, we've been having her sleep in there, but then we've been letting, it's just, no, now she's back in her kennel, but also for other reasons. So I'll tell you. (laughs) Okay. So then I'm like, this is great. It's a fall day. The leaves are starting to pop. We can do quote leaf peeping, which I hate that term, (laughs) but that's what we're saying now. Uh, thanks Gen Z. And, um, we, so I get out there and Sadie, my dog is out there and she always stays at the end of the dock usually with me or right around the shoreline when I swim. Cause she's kind of like freaking out and wants to be there, but too wimpy to join me. Yeah. So I'm swimming, I'm having, and it's like 10 minutes in cold water is like the basic, like you can get all the good benefits of being in cold water after 10 minutes. So I always like put my, my little, like just exercise on just generic so I can keep a timer going because mm-hmm. I don't want to stay in less than 10 minutes and I'm swimming. It's like actually pretty balmy out. It's kind of a cool day. Cause it's like, it's only like 62 outside, but it's like humid. Wait, is that wearable waterproof? Yeah. Okay. It is. Okay. And, um, by the way, this is the superior one that you would want. It's the Garmin. You don't want the Apple Watch. The Garmin, the Apple Watch is trash. The Garmin is awesome. Okay. Side note, Vivo Active. Anyway, I'm swimming. I'm having the most lovely swim. I mean, I'm just like, I'm at the point where I could stay in there for almost indefinitely. It's feeling so good. Finally, I dunk my head. It's just like awesome. Like, I'm feeling great. Sadie spots something off. She takes off. She's running all around everywhere. Fine. I don't care. I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? She's going to come back to me. And if she doesn't, then it's not meant to be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, because I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I can yell when I get out. Like, I'm not going to yell. So she comes and does these run-bys. She's doing fine, whatever. Yeah. Then I'm getting out of the water, my swim. Now I'm going to go in. I'm going to make coffee. I'm going to make cinnamon rolls. I already made oats. I'm going to do all the stuff. I'm going to be like so great. It's going to be a nap later. We're going to be in such good shape. Full cabin day. Perfect cabin day. I get out of the water. Sadie's been gone now for like two minutes. She does. She comes along and she comes running down and I'm in a towel at this point now. And I go to hook her up to her chain and she smells like absolute trash. (laughs) Like terrible. Like to the point of like. She's never gotten into anything this bad. Anyone with a dog knows the situation. I haven't been in it yet. So okay, it's like I'm a foot away from her and I'm like, I'm almost gagging, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I go, well, let's go in the lake because you can't even go. I can't even do anything with you at this point. I take her to the lake. I try to rinse her off. It's, it's futile efforts. Yeah. So anyways, there was a whole like three times trying to wash her in the bathroom. I did three different rounds. One, I did vinegar. None of it was working. 
but in the process she managed to shake off all over the whole bathroom was covered in a layer of disgusting smelling water <laughs> including myself and oh, like i felt no. like it was in my body you know when you have like a uh, gross smell or something yeah and you just can't it's like in your nose it's you're like it's in my mouth even though it's not like yeah. you're just like it's bad so then i like sequester her out in the screen room or in the four season porch close the door and i'm like you're staying out here until dad gets home and we're going to tractor supply they have a dog washing area oh Thankfully, they have an amazing dog washing area at Tractor Supply with scrub brushes, seven different kinds of shampoo. Good to know. Like these nice metal things, a dryer. Like they have all the things that you would need, of course, because that's my favorite store. It's awesome. Yeah. But by the time Warren got home from golf and we ended up out, it was dark. So it was like seven something or eight and it was dark. God. And here we go into the tractor supply. First of all, I'm looking terrible just from a rough day. I also have a black eye. And Warren is like, also, I didn't know, had, did not have a great day. Yeah. And so we have like probably super weird energy. Uh. And I have a black eye. <laughs> so it was kind of like the possible. There was only two people in there, but those two people. <laughs> <laughs> probably definitely thought something was bad because we we had bad energy we weren't really talking i was shut down emotionally which is you know perfect for the part i was trying to play i guess and then we have the dog like it was just not good you know oh god um i will say one thing when you have a black eye people are pretty nice to you that's been a nice surprise <laughs> it was kind of like when i had no hair from cancer yeah people were so nice and i was like this is great. So having so having a black eye, people will be nice to you. That's what but we you'll learned feel this like week. a dummy. You'll feel like a dummy. <laughs> well, I'm glad that your face is for the most part okay. Um, by the way, yesterday the other points that made the day terrible, I made coffee and then I didn't have half and half. Ugh. And then we were going to go see, because it was the 50th anniversary of American Graffiti, and they were playing it in our old-timey theater. Oh, that's cute. But also, do you like that movie? I mean, I just wanted to go for the whole cuteness of this whole thing, and okay. it was going to be at 7.15, and instead we were at the tractor supply. Ugh. So. For your stinky dog. Uh-huh. I just saw her go running by the window, too, so so help me God if she gets into <laughs> shit again. <laughs> She's staying here. Oh. So that was my day yesterday and this week. How are you, Maya? What's new on Sauce Street? Well, I have a, a racket report for you. Oh, boy. Do go. Do tell. Dennis Report. Dennis Report. Yeah, but what about pickleball? So Melissa and I have been playing um, some tennis pretty frequently here now, a couple times a mm -hmm. week. Yep. And uh, as it happens in the summer, of course, Saturday drills, it's just, there's no good players. I mean, everybody's doing their best. Yeah. But, but at a certain point, I shouldn't say there's no good players, but it's basically like... It just gets boring. I know what you mean. Yeah. And 
it's not an adult running it because the the adult has to be there for the people who are just learning to drop a ball and hit it oh right so it's like a 20 something college student yeah yeah baby grown up (laughs) exactly so you're not learning anything but melissa and i are playing i'm playing some of the best tennis of my life amy wow i have turned a corner good i am playing like my ground strokes i don't know where this came well i know where it came from it came from a lot of good instruction thank you michelle she's the best her 80s dad energy has transformed my game (laughs) (laughs) completely by the way she at a lesson the other day um she pushed melissa because Melissa's team kept winning and winning and winning. So she just shoved her out of the way. She's like, I'm tired of her over here. <laughs> oh, and she it. gives her so much shit. And I said to Michelle, I was like, you know, not a lot of people can give Melissa shit. It's a talent. And she's like, oh, thank you. But it was yep, so funny. It, it, was, it was It was pretty fun. It was fun. and I can't wait to get back to tennis. I'm missing it a lot. Oh, we, we want you back. We want you back. And Michelle did say some very nice things to me. She said one day she was like, this is some of the best tennis I've seen you play. And I was like, thank you. And she's like, yeah, but we got to keep going here. There's some- yeah, she doesn't rest on your laurels kind of gal, <laughs> which I love about her. She's like, don't get carried away. Right, right, right. <laughs> you still have a long way to go. The best answer to that is just like, thanks. Yeah. Because if you try to go farther, then she's going to bring you right back down. No, there were just days where I was like, I am in the zone. I am hitting so well and just so calm and just like everything That's is awesome. just falling into place. Yeah. So, yay okay, for me. So I have a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, I can't wait to get you back. Um, I actually. Maya, I actually think that I might be able to swing a Friday. Ooh. Yeah, I think I I think I have enough flexibility in my schedule that I can do that. So I'm I'm really excited about that. Yay! Yeah. Um yeah, I It's so funny. It just if you just I thought I was at a plateau where I was like, I'm probably not going to get any better than this. This is the best. Yeah, I'm glad you're telling me this because that's kind of what I was feeling, too. And obviously I hadn't I'd only gone to a handful of private lessons with Michelle, which is like private lessons with Michelle greater than by 5000 drill Saturdays. Yeah, I feel like I feel like private lesson with Michelle then you can go to drill and practice what Michelle taught you versus like, if you just go to Saturday drill, you're like, you said, you're not getting any better. And I, I had that same thought Maya when I was just going to Saturday drills where I was like, I don't think I'm going to get ever get any better. Yeah. But then I went to one lesson with Michelle, one, (laughs) one lesson with Michelle. And by the end of that lesson, my backhand or my forehand, which is my struggle, struggle point was like, it had been transformed. In one day. Yeah. Good in, good instruction makes all the difference. And like, there's still, it's nice to know you can still learn. You, yeah. You can get better. Um, by the way, I don't know if I told you this or not. I want to write a movie about how much Dana and Michelle hate each other and have it be a comedy. Maya, what other things have you seen? <laughs> they can't even be in the same room together. 
Don't you want to know like what happened or is it just a personality? It's difference? personality. It's personality. And you know, like T- Dana's a tennis girl and she likes tennis girls. Mm-hmm. Michelle is not a tennis girl. Mm-mm. I'm not a tennis girl. Mm-mm. You're not a tennis girl. Mm-mm. I wish I could explain to people. Maybe we just need like a visual, but there's just a certain. Yep. It's a look and also an energy. But anyway. I mean, you could basically pick a college tennis team and those are tennis girls for the most part. Yes. Some of them aren't, but some of them are. Some of them aren't, but a lot of them are. So she, she doesn't, it's not that she just doesn't like not tennis girls. It's that she's just kind of a little bit like, like, it's almost as if she dislikes, not dislikes. I just get a vibe from her where she's like, I wish you were a tennis girl. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I think it's that energy between them. Well, and also Dana brings like a very like, like whenever I'm with Dana, I almost feel like I'm a kid. Well, I feel like I'm a kid when I'm with both of them, but <laughs> for different, for different reasons, like their coaching... Dana is just like, yay. Okay. Everybody. Yeah. Like, their coaching styles are, are very dramatically different. Yeah, and so you I... don't get any really instruction from Dana for the most part. Yeah. Like a, a little bit, a little, a little bit, bit yeah. but not like Michelle. Yeah, it's different coaching styles. And but is Dana even in town right now? No. Okay. She's never there, and there's so many new people, and they're always confused when they get there that there's no Dana. It's as if she's a fictional character. <laughs> right. And that they're, they've been catfished. Well, because we're paying Dana, so that's also kind of weird. <laughs> they've been catfished. They're paying. Like, you're... are we still sending Dana the money? Yep, send Dana the money. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> It's a weird setup. No, she lives somewhere else. Indiana. Indiana. So it's so funny. But I want to write this movie because I can see it. Melissa McCarthy is playing Michelle because I can just yep. see her. You know, when she does the reenactments, she's like, does, you guys are like this. And then she, <laughs> right. she hits the ball wild. <laughs> no, I love it. This is how you guys mm-hmm. are. <laughs> this is what you looked like. And then she'll do <laughs> And I can see Melissa McCarthy doing a good job of that physical comedy. Yes, for sure. And yelling at people. And then I don't know who would play Dana, but for some reason. I know who could play Dana. Is it Rose um, Byrne? Because I kind of imagine. It's back in the. It's This is going in history. Okay. Remember and what about Bob? The, the Richard Dreyfuss's wife? No. Faye? Look her up. Okay. That's who can play Dana. She's wispy. She's got a little light, high little light voice. <laughs> uh, Julie Haggerty. I don't know her name in Faye. real life, but yeah, she, yes, she does have that energy. Yes. Yeah. I don't know who modern could play it, but it would be a funny comedy because they just Kristen Wiig. Oh, for sure, Kristen Wiig could pull that. Physicality would be similar, and then she, she could definitely do it. She's not. She a te- does have an edge. She's not a tennis girl energy, maybe. And she also has an edge to her that we don't need. With Dana, does not have an edge. Yeah. Dana's except for when she's mad at Michelle. At Michelle <laughs> <laughs> only, and she only gets mad at Michelle. We should point out. I've only ever seen her any sort of cross, any sort of sort of hint of not getting along when it's michelle they hate each other so much and the movie would just be them 
it would just escalate and escalate. But by the end, they have to become friends, you know, a la like bridesmaids at the sure, end where they become. Sure. But in real life, they're not going to become friends. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it would be the funniest thing. I don't think I've I ever... would love to hear what Michelle would say. Like if we were friends with Michelle. Yeah. And we were out like having a beer with her. I wouldn't be, but you guys would. And what would she say about Dana? Like if we were like, so what do you think about Dana? Like, <laughs> well, they, she's so funny. There have been uh, rumors and accusations that. So she, Michelle implied that Dana has one of the baby adults spy on her <gasps> and report. <laughs> no way. Yeah. The baby adult teachers. Yeah. Oh my god, I love this. It's so, so much. petty and childish. Like this, and I'm just watching these two grown women and I'm just like, you guys are a hot mess and you're spy just... on her. That's hilarious. <laughs> they are just it's oozing out of air. It's just like imploding. This is literally nothing. This is like this is like random tennis drill Saturday. Like there's no stakes. That's why it's so funny. The stakes are so it's... low and non existent. There are it's, no stakes. It's hysterical. That's how, hilarious. That's a riot. How the kind of venom that it has it, it, it caused in two hum, adult human. That's women. why I wonder if there's some sort of a backstory. No, it, Amy, it's just tennis. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> I love this. So this has been Racket Report. <laughs> this is a good one. Thank Do you, you see a juicy turn that I was not expecting? Yes. Um, we never talked about. We went to Ween. I don't think we talked about that. No, we did not. When did you go to Ween and where mm. was it? Concert report. Cue the music. Concert report. Uh, it was at Surly Field. Oh, right. Okay. And the last time we went to Ween, this was the, the, we went to Ween at Surly Field. I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but it was that right after that summer where we were like, we're all free. And then everything went to shit again. Yeah. So it was a weird time in the in the pandemic. I almost put quotes around it. I don't know why I did that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to. It happened. Yeah, it did, it did happen. It's yeah. just like now it's non-existent. It's just weird. How it's weird. It happened and it's gone. Okay. So it says this is going to end in ten minutes. We'll have to log back on anyway. Um, so we went to Ween at Surly Field a couple years ago or last year, whenever it was. And there weren't a lot of people there. And then I had the distinct feeling as I was standing there, should we be doing this? Should we be this close to each other? Is this okay? Am, am I doing something wrong here? Like, I started to feel that feeling. Yeah. But it was a really good show. They opened with HIV AIDS and they closed with HIV AIDS. <laughs> Bold move. Both in song choice and playing it twice. <laughs> And then um, this year, it was maybe twice the amount of people. And same venue, Surly Field, huge, huge place. Mm -hmm. And really great well, show. because everybody's going off their rockers going to things now. Right. And so it was just packed. And I, I didn't have that feeling again. I was like, everything's like that feeling is gone from me. That feeling is so gone. <laughs> I don't even remember what that feeling feels like. But um, it was an amazing show. I always like, I like an outdoor show. I don't like a 
festival as much. I just don't have the endurance for festival. Mm-hmm. Although I, I feel like you and, show. I feel like you and I should go to Dana Point Festival and see Eddie Vedder. But I think it would be okay. We could take rest breaks. I don't know. We'll see. You know what? It would be fine. I can rock a festival and I will carry you along with my energy. I think but your also energy... I will honor your napping. Yes. Like I think your energy would keep me going. I need someone like that. Perfect. Um energy catalyst so yeah they played a, like a lot of great songs that i love the crowd was really into it there was a man with a cane in front of me that was dancing the entire time everybody was him. feeling it it was amazing all of our friends were there like we all met and it was easier last year that one year to find people and now we had to be like okay go toward the fence on the left hand side, right because there was so much more people there the beer line was crazy long. And then they do this thing. Have you heard of this? Where play, they make you buy tickets and then you have to get in a separate line to get a beer. And it's like. I know about tickets and then a separate line. It's, it's like trash. Yeah. You you waited in line to get the tickets. Yeah. Then you wait in line again to get the. That's where you need the one person in the beer line and the one person in the ticket line. So that when the ticket person is done, they go right to the beer person. Oh, I look didn't... at you. I don't even drink. And I know this. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned something. Yeah. It's uh, a good strategy. We're learning so much in this episode. We're oh, learning my... so much. I guess I would have to say. I'm trying to think of what my it was a while ago. So what my what was my favorite part? Mm, I don't know if I remember a favorite part. I know there were songs where oh we had the best time at your party. That's a great song. The the thing I love about this song is it encap encapsulates everything about not really thinking you want to go to a party as a couple, and then you go to the party and it's a great party. And like mm-hmm. the chorus is we had the best time at your party. The wife and I thank you very much. He's like, you had tricolored pastas. You had- <laughs> <laughs> um, there were, uh, he's just talking about all the things at the party. He had a good time at the party. I love that song. That's great. Tyler, did you have a favorite part from that concert? What was it? You don't remember? You had to look at the yeah. set list. He'd have to go back into the old dusty memory bank and try to find that. No, that's like after a week. Uh uh-uh. uh. That your Gone. brain, my brain has just released that. It's like we don't mm-hmm. need this anymore. <laughs> we right. don't need this lady. We can delete this screenshot now. We're good. Um. Yeah. So that's Ween was good. That's my report. Great. You've seen them how many times now? Quite a few. A bunch. You know, yeah. I mean, we're not one of those, you know, there's the the serious fans who are like, go to every show and they're wearing the shirt of the band yeah, at yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. wearing a shirt that's specifically from a specific show to show you like right. how cool they are. <laughs> yeah. And. Which I get it, but also now it's not as impactful because you can buy everything online. So I'm sorry for them. <laughs> But yes, their energy that they're bringing, we can tell that they actually were there. It's like super fans. And I've never, I mean, I like a lot of bands very much, but I don't think I have that. I've never been like, I don't have super fan energy where it's like, I know they know every set list from every concert. They can tell you like every, you know what I mean? 
Oh yeah, I know. They'll be like, oh yeah, like in Europe in 1981 <laughs> when they played the such and such. Yeah. So it, no matter how much I like Ween, I will never like them enough to be like a f- considered a fan by that fan group. Yeah. Got it. They're also the people that are like, what's your favorite song? You know, they'll ask you, what's your favorite song? And if you like something that's like, they're like, uh-huh. Sure. I don't like those people. <laughs> I don't like, like that energy. Like I don't like the. I don't like the. Super fans are better than other people. Like I don't. I don't. I just don't like that. Yeah, I. There was a thing. You know how um, Metallica recently, the song "Master of Puppets" was featured on Stranger Things, and like, yes. a whole new young generation got. And everyone was losing their shit. Same with the Kate, whatever her name is. Kate song. Bush. Yeah, and Metallica, it was like somebody tweeted Metallica and, or Lars Ulrich and was like, I'm sorry that all these like posers are showing up because they like that one song. And he's like, and Lars Ulrich is a dick, by the way. I was going to say, he's a bitch, so. But he did say something. But... He's like, everybody's welcome in the Metallica family. No matter how, right. how you got here, when you got here, Metallica is for everyone. And I was like, okay, good on you. Music is for everyone. Yes, and if even if you like the hit, fine. It's fine, okay. That's great. It's and okay. art is for everyone. Yes, that we've also I learned. Can that. Like I can like a fucking famous painting if I want. <laughs> I don't have to go. Did someone shame you have... for liking a famous painting? <laughs> no, but I can imagine an artophile would be like, <laughs> "Oh, of course you like Starry Starry Night." <laughs> You're like, I have the framed print in my dining room. I have the socks. <laughs> I have the socks. Story night. I have the socks. Oh my god, from I'm going to pass out from this. <laughs> <laughs> starry, starry night. Well, it's famous like for a re- reason. It's a good painting. Exactly. It's famous for a reason. You know Maya. what I used to call these people? What? Anti popularists. Yeah, that's what they are. And it's. It's sort of like hipsters kind of sometimes get that like. Remember when we used to call people trendy, like the trendy guy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Trendy guy is an anti-popularist. Yeah. Because they're not trendy, by the way. No. They hate trends. They hate trends. And then there's like the, the hipster with the beard that's like. My husband? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, he doesn't bring the energy of that. No. You know what I mean? There's like the person that's like... Judgy. I don't know. It's a whole thing. They think they're superior. They think they're superior because they like obscure things. And if you like something popular, they look down on you. Yeah, which is absolute bullshit. Yeah. Okay. We have settled a very good thing here today. (laughs) Okay. By the way, if this shuts off in one minute, can can you just log back into that same link? Yeah, that's why I was going to like sort of say like, let's wrap it up. Okay. And come back. And come back for part two of the sauce on a Sunday in the fall. (laughs) Okay. See you in a minute. Okay. Goodbye. Best time at your party. Hello? Hello? We're back. And we're back. Amy, I have a new dog park to tell you about. Okay, I have one to tell you about, too. Animal report. 
animal report we're hitting all the we're really banging it out here we're doing so many reports we actually did an all animal report with sadie's rolling and shit episode <laughs> from yesterday um so the city of crystal mm-hmm. in their infinite know wisdom well. <laughs> in yes. their infinite wisdom um they had a dog park that's like how dog parks used to be they're like okay in the invention of dog parks a dog park will be flat land with chain link fence around it in a rectangle yep, yep. maybe we'll throw like a couple rocks in there and a bench mm-hmm. that's what we had at becker park now they've read <laughs> the dog's getting involved he's like i went there um they've redeveloped <laughs> this woodsy area Ooh, yeah and so now it's like a big fenced in sort of woodsy it's not as big as like you know the one in maple no i know exactly what you're talking about because there's one like this in blaine of all places it's literally right off the that terrible road that main road that they have and but it's like this maya where it's like it's a beautiful perfect dog park because it's actually woods but it's a fence and it's not that big yeah it's not like elm creek where you could like kind of lose your dog like you're not going to lose your dog but like it's big and you can kind of lose your dog yeah um this one is it's fully fenced they have two parks one's like a small dog park the other one's uh for normal dogs (laughs) (laughs) yeah they have the little special ed one and then they have the normal dogs. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, so we went there yesterday to try it out. They just opened it on the 13th. They had a grand opening. I'm sure that was a hot mess of dogs. That was probably possum. Possum? Possum? Get oh it my god. Paw? Like a dog has a paw? <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. So we went and it was great. Like the dogs ran around. They had a good time. There's a path. There's benches. There's woods. Um, Gracie looked longingly through the fence to the actual woods and was like, uh, I feel like that's where the action is. <laughs> but um, yeah, they had a good time. They met some dogs. Um, it was this fantastic. It's called Becker Park? Yeah. Becker Park. Okay. I need to go to this because you know where I've been going? Your Bassett Creek one. Oh. That is it. It's not Becker Park. It's Bassett Creek. I'm telling you the wrong park. Wait. Bassett Creek? They made a new one? Yes. Is it next to the rectangle that's there? Or no. Or did they change it? It's on the other side of the... It's on... Oh, okay. Cool. Why did I say Becker Park? I don't know, because I was like, Becker Park is like... That's far out, but okay. No, maybe it's called... Becker. It's Bassett Creek. Oh my God! What an amazing turn of events! This has been a roller coaster of a story. Turns out I know exactly where this is, and I can try it because I've been going to that one. Okay, so the rectangle, you know, is like yes up on that road. Yes. So if you go toward Douglas Drive on that same road, yeah, it's in the more woodsy area now. Cool. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. We should meet there because someday. Because the rectangle, definitely. Let me know whenever you go. Just text me because I think the, yeah, Sadie is like more, I think, like Gracie. She likes to get in the woods and jump in. a. She likes to hunt and she likes to do all that stuff and shenanigans. And like, 
the rectangle it's like if there's no other dogs there yeah she's like what do i do with this pointless yeah yeah so that's awesome there's lots of things to smell great yeah it's it's a thumbs up in my book it's a vast it's a like markedly improved great Let's, let's just get rid of all these dog rectangles I mean, there's always that one rowdy dog that is bothering well, everyone. And then they're they're not like large enough for like, for example, Sadie likes to get up to a good sprint. They're not really large enough for that. Yeah. And then they also just smell like pee. Let's face it. <laughs> and this one has like there's not enough like places for them to go. Yeah. This disgusting. Is, no, there's like grass and there's uh hill and there's there's Yeah, t- like this one, the rectangle that's there now at Bassett Creek is dirt. Yeah. That's gross. And then Sadie always digs a hole and then lays in the hole. It's like, oh God, just kill me now. <laughs> so everybody, just to be clear, it's Bassett Creek Park, not Becker Park. <laughs> Becker Park, also a nice park. Don't know if they have a dog park. I, I think, think it's do. like one of the three rivers park district. No, parks. they you know what Becker Park has is new pickleball courts. Oh, of course they do. Yeah. All right. Um I have a I have an NFL report. Okay. Oh god. All right. So Maya, remember how excited I was about Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> yeah, I kinda laughed about that, by the way. I can't have anything nice this fall. So <laughs> Aaron out- Rodgers. <laughs> they did okay, Aaron Rodgers, picture this. Picture this. Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. In the off season. Didn't know if he was even gonna play football. Goes on a darkness retreat, decides, yes. This universe has told me I am going to play. Mm-hmm. Where does he go? He goes to the Jets. The Jets, a franchise that is just have had nothing. Like they've just, it's just been the shittiest team for so long. The Histori- fans are just historically losers. Historically losers. Such a passionate fan base. These yeah. poor fans, right? Des- despite the loserness of their team. Devoted Despite the loserness of the team, ravenous. Fans. They're like Bills Mafia. They're like other places that are like we're all in. We don't care. We're just, we're gonna get there one day. And then what do they get? They get fucking Aaron Rodgers in the off season. Holy shit! Wow, this is awesome. Our lives are saved. We're gonna go from the shittiest team for years to maybe even having a Super Bowl run at this. This is great. They do they do um, hard knocks. They choose the Jets. It's so exciting. It's amazing. It's wonderful. They're opening home game, Maya. It's on 9 freaking 11. Hello. <laughs> Do you remember 9-11? New York. Hello. Yes. Here they are. Aaron Rodgers runs into the stadium with the American flag. Oh, my God. Everyone is tearful on the sidelines. It's beautiful. We're getting ready for just this most exciting, wonderful season that could ever be. Yes. Can't wait. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. He starts the game. Great. Four snaps into the game, basically, done for the season. Yeah, didn't he tear his Achilles or something? Yes, his Achilles exploded. Oh, gross. I mean, it just broke, but I just made it more dramatic (laughs) for my story. But he's carted off the field. He's done for the season. And just like that, a few minutes into the game, the Jets are back to where they started and Aaron Rodgers is in surgery and wow 
Mm-hmm. Devastating. I was devastated. I was devastated. Maya, I contemplated not even watching football anymore because I said, <laughs> I'm so sick of watching these terrible injuries. Yeah. It's so hard to watch when you're excited as a fan and then you see this person for so many reasons. Like, and then like Aaron Rodgers, like, come on, that was going to be so good, Maya. It was going to be so fun. And I even put his, one of his receivers, because I watched Hard Knocks, I put him on my fantasy team because I was excited about this combination. Well, now you, have a you should hear, team? you should, you should read the rude AI article that <laughs> Yahoo writes every week about my team. <laughs> Maya, it is rude. It is hurtful. It is unnecessary. It is four paragraphs. It is just piling on at this point. And I don't appreciate it, Yahoo AI bot that's writing this every week. <laughs> the headlines, they have all kinds of fun with my, my team name is Amy's First Rodeo. It's my first time doing it. They can't stop with the rodeo puns, Maya, of how shitty I am as a person, as a human, as a football manager. It is just <laughs> shitty and rude. So that's the NFL update. Okay. Well, I don't know how you're going to recover from that. I don't know either. And then the Buffs yesterday got absolutely killed, but that's fine. They, it's it's fine. <sighs> okay. That's the football report. Maya, what was your next report? I uh, interrupted you. I just have I just have one approved denied for you. Oh. I can take that. Are you familiar with the actor Ethan Hawke? <laughs> <laughs> Of course I am, Maya. That's so funny to say that. He's a Gen X icon. Of course I know who he is. <laughs> so Ethan Hawke uh, had a film at the Toronto Film Festival. Did you hear about okay. this? No. And uh, his flight got canceled. Is okay. He has a new film, Wildcat. I think his daughter's in it. Okay. Her name is also Maya. Maya Hawk. Maya Hawk. Daughter of Uma and Ethan, Gen X royalty. Yeah, I mean, if those were your parents, wouldn't you just be like, I don't know. I'm Gen X royalty. Right. I'm the best. Um, He missed, so three flights got canceled. And he was like, I am not going to miss this because of some airport. So he went to the Port Authority and got on a Greyhound bus. My man. To Toronto. Amy. He said, wait, where did he go from? From where to where? Toronto ending. But where was the starting point? That's a good question. New York, maybe? Probably. That makes the most sense. Yeah. He said he just read his book and disappeared in the back of the bus. By the way, brave of him to sit. Isn't that where the like shenanigans happens? Well, it depends on the bus. So like, yes, (laughs) if there's a bathroom back there, that is where the shit goes down. And not, I'm not talking about the shit going down the tube. I'm talking about the shenanigans. Yeah. So he said no one cared about him on the bus, by the way. Like bus. The- uh, yeah. The, have you been on a Greyhound bus? <laughs> no. It's an alternate universe. No one does care about you at all for any reason. And he said the, the old- driver, the driver <laughs> wants you to die. The driver hopes you die along the way and they're going to dump you out on the road. <laughs> on the side, they're going to just boot you out with their foot as they keep rolling. Oh, my God. That's one less person for them to have to worry about. So he was <laughs> he said he, he felt that vibe. He He's like, yeah, no, one. he goes, no, one, he goes, no one cares about anyone else on the bus. Like, no, 
<laughs> no, 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 no. It's every man for himself on the ground. So basically they get there and but they had to go through customs and that's when oh. the customs officers started making or um immigration officers started making a big deal about him. And that's mm-hmm. when everybody on the bus was Which like... Which made him a target on the Greyhound. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Now I have a target on my back. <laughs> oh, so he made it to the film festival on time. He wow, made what a, a story. He made it to the red carpet. What? So, him taking a bus, approved or denied? This is so wholeheartedly approved. Agreed. Everyone should have to take an emergency Greyhound <laughs> bus ride at some point in their life best if it's an emergency best if it's a last minute and it's your only way out (laughs) it just adds to the depravity of the situation and it adds to the just i mean and and you know what happens inevitably and anyone that gets on a greyhound you start to say things like this which are so adorable wait i thought my ticket said i had an actual seat or whatever right (laughs) like it's like these details that you like clicked on for your ticket once you get on that bus first of all (laughs) when you go up to get on the bus and you if you have luggage that you need to put under the bus yeah oh you better fucking be ready (laughs) the guy is there he is not there to talk he's not wasting time he doesn't want to hear any extraneous information about your fucking backpack or bag or whatever. Like, and also if you didn't pay for your bag to be under there, get the fuck out of here. No, you can't have your suitcase under there. Oh, but I, but bye. (laughs) (laughs) And then this whole time, once you put your bag on there, once you put your stuff, if you have to put stuff under, yeah. Once you put that under there, Maya, <laughs> the rest of the trip, all you're thinking is like, who knows if my suitcase, <laughs> they stopped 5,000 times, Maya. They stop in every terrible city across this country. <laughs> so like everyone that gets off, then they just go grab their bag and leave. You're not getting off. They could grab the first person could take everyone's suitcases <laughs> and that would be it. And Greyhound who dares you to mention this. Oh the greyhound the last greyhound we were on oh, God. in florida maya the florida keys <laughs> this bus driver this crazy lady was on there maya with her dog and this bus driver was like good for her yeah maya she was like fucking shut up <laughs> i don't want to hear about it you're being rude <laughs> Maya, it was so funny. And Warren, I'm like, well, we're going. I'm like, okay, we're going to be on the Greyhound. He's like, okay. And I'm like, no, we're going to be on the Greyhound. I don't know what's going to happen once we get on. But trust me, you were like a stick by my side. You were like a wizened guide. You were an oracle guiding him through the Greyhound. If you need to be on the Greyhound, if anyone out there finds themselves on a Greyhound, you can text me. (laughs) But really you're just on your own there just be ready yeah. for anything to happen oh my god i what would you have done if you what would you do if you saw ethan hawk on your greyhound bus first of all i'd be like that's just a guy that looks like ethan hawk because there's no Maya, way he would i be can't t- explain to you how much that once you get on a greyhound <laughs> bus 
normal like you're not in the normal world anymore <laughs> yeah i'm still gonna be like minding my p's and q's focusing on myself like yes i might go that guy kind of looks like ethan hawk and then i'm gonna probably try to just move on okay because i don't know what else is gonna happen on that bus but i need to have my wits about me i can't be back <laughs> in my i can't get my gen x autograph book out and be like all excited right yeah but it would be fun to strike up a convo with him oh yeah for sure and I be would... like have you ever ridden on one of these before because let me tell you dude you're in for a fucking treat would you give him some tips i would give him some tips and tricks if he needed them <laughs> oh god i i think the only way i want to be on a greyhound bus is if ethan hawk is going to get on the bus i don't know i mean maya you never know who's going to get on that bus <laughs> I guess so, not. Yeah. Um, I think it's important that we all remember back in a few years back when um, President Obama saluted the Marines with his <laughs> with his car, a Starbucks cup. Yes. <laughs> Did you see that, Maya? Well, the Daily Show. The yeah. Top of the, internet? the Daily Show. Yes. The Daily yes. Show keeps doing these. They have the worst things that have ever happened in presidential history because at the time yes. they made everything. Once he wore a tan suit and they were like. Oh, this yes, is the yes. worst thing anybody's ever done. P.S. Right, By right. the way, Ronald Reagan wore a tan suit many times. Um, their little, their magic god, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, anyway. the magic god is right. <laughs> he can do no wrong. Also, by the way, that guy was an actor first. Just let's not forget. But right. okay, forgot. Sainthood. Right. Anyway, so he there's the tan suit controversy. Yes. There's uh the time he played basketball. I don't know. Like Yeah, he played basketball. There was a time he went on vacation with his family to Hawaii and wore like board shorts or something. I don't know. Which by the way, he's from Hawaii. He goes there every winter, every Christmas. Like they just made regular things. And the... then he wore jeans. That was a big thing. Oh yeah. The, it's the worst Besides thing that they were yeah. That anybody's ever done in presidential history. So, so the, this one. the newest one is go ahead. Well, Obama was getting off of a plane yes. and the Marines were there at per the huge and he did a salute. They saluted him. And you know what? He had his hands full. He had a Starbucks in his hand and he did a salute with the Starbucks. And that was like actual blasphemy for everyone. Yeah. At the I mean, because God forbid that Bar Barack Obama isn't a trained soldier in the Marines <laughs> that knows every single protocol that there is. By the way, I would have forgotten that the saluting. I would consistently forget things that... God if forbid if you didn't salute. Right. There's so many things to remember when you're president. I mean, for crying out loud. Yeah, and guess what? That's someone else's job to make sure, too, that you're, like, on track. Like, like hey, give me your coffee cup while you walk down because you're going to have to salute this guy. Exactly. Where was exactly. his handler? Yeah, where was his handler, Maya? I don't know. So, yes, they acted this if this was the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of being president ever. And this is why I say the internet wins. The internet the internet can just make you laugh so hard. The tan suit, I just was like, are they really going after a tan? I can't remember the event, what it was that was the tan suit event. Well, it doesn't matter. It's just that they were like, tan suit is the, it's disrespectful as president. Right. <laughs> They're like, this is the but worst But raping thing. women? Yeah. Totally fine. Uh, I saw this thing the other day. This guy, you know who Jordan Klepper is? 
No. He is the one that works on The Daily Show that goes to MAGA rallies and he asks them Oh, questions. yes. Then I know who that is. He's so funny. Anyway. I love that when he asks them questions because they'll, yeah, that's, I don't know, but I should probably like not speak this too loud. I am probably in you're Trump in, country you're in, here in the woods. You're in MAGA country, man. Have you yeah. seen the flag where it's like a Rambo body, but then his head? Oh, please. No. Yeah. That one I, we see sometimes when we go up to Detroit Lakes and I'm like, what is this thing? <laughs> I think we can all agree that the physique of Donald <laughs> Trump, regardless of our political affiliations, I think the last thing I think of is soldier when I see that body. <laughs> Not to body shame, but you know what I'm just saying? I'm calling a spade a spade here. So anyway, I forgot what I was going to talk about. Oh, Jordan Klepper. When he was talking about, um, he was talking to a guy and he's like, you voted for Trump in the last election, but you're you're not going to vote for him this time. And he's like, you'll never guess the reason why, this guy says. Oh, no. Then Jordan Klepper just starts naming things. He's like, children in cages. No. Um, January 6th, no. Uh, the first impeachment, right. no. Second impeachment, no. Something else that was, he's like, Charlottesville. And he's like, no, but that one was bad. Like, the guy admitted, like, that wasn't the best. <laughs> that one was it. But didn't lose him there. And uh, and then he goes, okay, I give up. And he goes, it's when he criticized Ron DeSantis before he announced his presidential <laughs> run he's like that's what that's what got you and he's like yeah i that told must you must have been in, in florida because yep. ron DeSantis, when you're in florida yeah this man is walking on water yeah. my dad freaking don't even bring up any of this stuff with my dad please <laughs> but if you were to bring up ron DeSantis, yeah watch out i sometimes have to mute your dad's opinions uh you think <laughs> still love him but just i just like turn turn down that dial. hey i talked to him yesterday we had a great combo but on facebook yeah i just try to scroll right past because otherwise <laughs> it just makes me upset and sad <laughs> put it this way i figured out long ago that facebook is not good for relationships <laughs> no if your only interaction on with a with another person is like their Facebook, it can likely be really bad and they're not like aligned with your political views. The thing is, is like you find out so much stuff that you would never need to know or want to know about a person. The funniest thing about it is also sometimes people don't realize that when you comment on things, it shows your comments to people that you're connected to. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but they don't know That's that. That's the thing. No, they don't know that. They don't know any of it. They don't know any of this, Maya. Can I tell you the cute thing that Tyler's dad did that made me, like, love him so much? Sure. He Yesterday, I was scrolling through this the Facebook feed, and I see a post from Tom, and it's not a post. It's actually just a comment <laughs> that he made on a post. So the original post was from 2021. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> It was happy birthday to Tom from someone else. <laughs> and then recently he replied to that happy birthday post about going to Loring Park looking for access to the shuffleboard courts, but they're the shuffleboard courts aren't were locked. And does uh -huh. any did they know if someone was still uh -huh. running the shuffleboard? 
Yep. And I thought it was the cutest, like, most darling uh-huh. thing I'd ever well, seen. Well, all of it. The content of Shuffleboard right there. You yes. got me. Yeah, like... And then just the whole situation. I love it. I love it when people go onto Facebook for, like, things they need right now. <laughs> Like, I love when people write, like, does anyone know what's going on on at the corner of County Road 9 and whatever? There's a lot of there's a lot of cops there. Everybody, everybody. This morning there was one. Does anybody know why 42nd is closed off between this and this, this street and this street? And someone's like vehicle fair, car show, something like that. It's always something... I know. Does anybody know why there's so many police at Douglas Drive? And it's always Douglas Drive, by the way. Douglas Drive. And then there's always a bunch of comments. And sometimes you can tell there's like true troll call-outs when even on something like that, someone will put something like terrible and like... You know what I mean? Have you seen that? Where it's like, who knows? It's probably from Black, Black Lives Matter or something. And you're like, dude, no, no, settle down. Yeah, one was like somebody was worried that there were so many policemen there. It turns out they were giving away hot dogs or something. I don't know. There was like delicious. I know. I wasn't Carry the lead. I wasn't expecting that. It was sort of like uh like a hot dog. Three meet hot dogs. Yeah, but some someone immediately was like, "Is something terrible happening?" Right. Because too many cop cars. Wow, all I can think about now is a free hot dog. This is the second time we've ended a podcast with hot dog talk. And by the way, <laughs> we always, <laughs> we freaking love hot dogs. We are so, uh, we just, it's actually might have been know, the third or fourth time we've ended with hot if dogs. If you ever see me and Maya out in the wild, either together or apart, and you were to hand us a hot dog, forget it. Right there. I would be eating that thing so fast. Like a hot dog, just a hot dog handed to you and like a little paper thing that it comes in. Like, here you go. Yeah. Or the foil, Maya, the foil. <laughs> Damn. It's right. not the same to make a hot dog yourself. No, but I did the last time we talked about hot dogs. I did immediately after the podcast ended, went and made myself a hot dog and it was delicious. Yeah, because you're rich and you have hot dogs there. <laughs> Is that what rich people? First you have HBO. Now you have hot dogs on hand, ready to make them at any point. Not all of us, Maya. You're showing your privilege. Not all of us have hot dogs at the ready, like right now. <laughs> I don't even have coffee here in this cabin today. Oh my God. How can you not have hot dogs at a cabin? I guess, Maya, you can't understand through your lens of privilege. (laughs) What did we learn this week? Oh, I know what I learned from you this week. What? When you have a black eye, people are nicer to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you have cancer, they're nice to you, too. So, So, I know it sounds bad to get, like, older and have terrible things happen and ailments. Yeah. But I have to say, you will be you will be showered with the kindness of humanity. So there is that to look forward to. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and the, what a way to end a podcast. <laughs> oh my God, are we okay? I'm not. I don't know about you. I think we've established that. I literally hit my head onto a pole. I probably have a traumatic brain injury, mild as it may be, but it's probably still there. I still have a headache. So yeah. Oh no. And by the way, I would like to point out my mom, Marsh, if you're listening, (laughs) stop telling me to go to the doctor and the hospital all the time. Guess what? Newsflash. I used to work in those places and I understand that there are certain things, yes, you need to go to the doctor and hospital for, 
she's like, what if it's a concussion? I'm like, even still, I don't want to sit in an uncomfortable room for three hours for them to hand me a bunch of papers that say, just try to relax. Don't look at a screen. Like oh if God. you, if you pass out, go to the hospital. No, duh. Like, like, guess what, everybody? The hospital isn't going to save you. The doctor's not going to save you. There's so many things that they're not going to do shit for. You break your toe, fucking don't waste your time. Buddy tape that shit and move on. You're not going to, you're going to spend money, time, resources, energy, <laughs> peace of mind. You're not going to have any, they're not going to let you eat anything for the off chance you might need surgery. So you're going to be hangry on top of it. <laughs> so what we've learned also, don't just don't go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is what you do. This you think about it first. You don't just race to the ER because if you all would wait and not race to the ER, then we wouldn't have these. We wouldn't sit there for three hours, no matter what. There you go. That's not, what we learned. They can't do everything. They can't do something for you for everything. My mom doesn't understand this. Even though she's worked in the hospital for 30 years, she still doesn't understand. She wants me to go racing into the hospital. I think you should be seen. Look it. <laughs> I don't need to be seen. I'm seen right here. I'm seeing you. I'm seeing myself. I wish you could see Tyler when you do Marsha's voice because his shoulders are shaking and he's laughing and he loves it so much. Yeah. just And then I would just get random texts from her like throughout the evening. I still think you should just go in. Just for peace of mind. It's not peace of mind, bitch, when I'm sitting there for three hours. And I realized not only did I get a black eye at work, now I wasted my whole night too. Oh my god! All right, all right. We've learned so much this week. <laughs> okay, we've learned a lot. Yeah. I think it's time for me to try to like decrease my intracranial pressure. And, okay. Like, take a break. Good job. All right. Good job, everybody. High, High five. five. <laughs> okay. See ya. Bye. Bye.